Hey, welcome to this week's Into the Cockpit. We have something going on here. Yeah, we're not actually in the cockpit this time. Uh, fun fact, a cockpit does not have enough room for four people easily. So we're actually just chilling in the lounge area today. Yep, we're just chilling in the pilot's lounge. We got two guests on for this episode. They both have guest episodes of Copilot's Review. One of them you've heard already. One of them you haven't. The one you've heard, Chris, you want to say hi? Hey, uh, I'm Chris. I'm back. And the guy you haven't heard yet on the co-pilots episodes over there, his name is Hunter. Hey, I'm, I'm Hunter. And that is his name. And he awkwardly waved to all of you. Congratulations. Audio medium. Achievement unlocked. And Audio medium. <laughs> all they gotta do is go to Twitch and they'll see me wave all they want. Yeah. Maybe dab a couple times. <laughs> and these guys are some really close friends of mine and Justice's. We're brothers. <laughs> and so are we. Our literal friend group is just three sets My of brothers. brothers. My brother, my brother, my friend's brother, and I. And, then, and, and, that, and that other guy. And then out in our living room right now or, is... Our other set of brother friends. Yes. Yeah. Basically, we're just friends with brothers, but... Uh, it's like that whole, I really need a good couple friend when you're like in a relationship. <laughs> we just really need some good brother friends. So like... <laughs> you know, they just get us on a level, and it's not awkward, because you're like, well, they make a reference, like, I think they do with their brother, and you're like... I mean, I, I, I get don't that. I have a brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it all works. So, I mean, honestly, it's kind of awkward with the other set of brother friends because we both set of brothers here have a sister. So who, we don't. Things get weird sometimes. It, it just doesn't connect. We, things don't translate well. So who 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 were friends first? Was it you and Chris or me and Chris? So technically, it's me and you. Yeah, okay. because you of were... lights on Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh yeah, shit, yeah. dude. So like, I feel I feel like like. All of our friendships officially started in 08 with like us both starting marching band at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like, but you guys played fucking Yu-Gi-Oh and Lights On. Like 2006, 2005. Yeah. I played like once or twice, and then I was on the fucking math academic team with Chris. Yes. Okay. Even though I wasn't supposed to be, because they fucking like like I didn't need more people here. You are several years older than than what you're telling people. I, I honestly didn't know you were on an academic team with Chris. Yeah, yep. we were on a math academic team. I was friends with you. Well, I was, of course, friends with Chris first because yeah. he knew me as soon as I came out of the womb. But uh, I, was I, was friends, I was friends with Justice first. Look at this fucking bitch. No. So, when did you guys become friends? Uh, was, lights on? D &D. Lights, lights on? D &D. <laughs> the PCRPC. The, yeah. the club that got shut down almost immediately that we had a pirate and run, run like, unofficially. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, yep, no. And then we hung So, out for a breakdown of, of that term PCRPC, it literally just refers to our school and then role-playing club. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna leave out the school place because fuck you guys. You don't even know that. You ain't gonna dox me. You know who I am. <laughs> so well, we're worried about you doxing the guy who doesn't have a stream, doesn't nothing. do any of that shit. Just I mean, doesn't to, have a podcast. To be fair, out of the four of us, three of us are putting our public information out for people yep. to consume. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chris is the one that doesn't need to be doxed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Also, what if, what if him not needing to be doxxed means he, he needs to be doxxed the most? Yeah, I see. <laughs> that's what makes it tempting. I would argue that because of my profession, I need to be doxxed the least. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a fair point. But. um, So, yeah. I think, like, we, we all met, like, because of nerd stuff. UEO, yeah, D&D, academic clubs. <laughs> and then, like, I think all of our friendships were cemented in marching band, right? Like, even you guys eventually, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we were definitely in marching band together at the same time. Yeah, so. We're all band geeks. That's what we're saying. Yeah, I was never marching band with you, but I was definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me. Uh, even though Josh is two years older, me, we both marched, marched starting the same year. Yeah, we we've all just been friends ever since. Like Dungeons and Dragons, remember the Masquerade, Magic: The Gathering, anime, live action shows, really, really shitty TV shows, really shitty video games. Yeah, <laughs> that are episodic. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, with, like, all your fucking friends, you know, you tell them about that shit you're watching and you're playing, and, well, you also like to make them suffer, like we did Chris. Well, I mean, you just made everybody suffer with that. Oh, even I myself, yeah. Technically, I made you guys suffer. Like, Hunter made us I mean, suffer. I made myself suffer, but... Exactly, yeah. it sucks, right? You see, but Hunter was not here, so, um, I guess we can have, like, why we're all here together in person. So, this weekend, um, this is actually the morning of August 2nd, so if you're wondering why the episode for today goes up late... This is your explanation. It's a it's a ten day late explanation, but what? there it is. <laughs> we just recorded five episodes um, in four days. In four days, three episodes literally today, um, so we can get all these guest spots in. And this is this is the Sunday that should be the last day of Gen Con, which for those of you not in the nobies, you're not cool enough. 
Uh, Gen Con is North America's biggest tabletop gaming convention, namely um, uh, deals like D&D board games. The, the, the four best days in gaming is where Magic was announced 27 years ago now. Yeah, like... like is where D&D was basically conceived. It's like huge, 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 like, nerd culture convention. Not even, like, in like PAX, like, PAX Unplugged. Like, you know, PAX Unplugged, I, I am just like... We want to do our own Gen Con. Yeah, Max um, and Plug looks sick, though. It's board games. But no, this is like like the nerds of the nerds. Yeah, like, it's like the Midwest. We're, we're going to go play war games on giant miniature tables. Yeah. Like, walk, guys walk around and. Guys, I just dropped like 300 bucks on some miniatures. I can't God. wait to play them. They're, it's two new figures. Oh, shit. I've been 200. I spent I spent three hundred bucks on two. Have you had, have you guys seen that booth? Painted. They have these cutest little me- metal meeples. They're like the fucking best. Yeah, Gen, Gen Con is. It's part shop, shopping mall, part nerd mecca, part like. It's so cool though. There's yeah. nothing like it. Like if you have a if you have a passing interest in board games, and like buy like a one day pass, like a Saturday pass, and just like it's Sunday passes are like fifteen bucks. If you don't oh, know if you'd like it, get a Sunday pass. Show up like nine a.m. Sunday. You got eight hours to figure out if this is your thing. Like oh, the food trucks, and the- even if you don't feel like participating in any of the events or anything, like even just fucking wandering the vendors hall and feels so good. Also. Yeah. Hunter's got a point there too. The food trucks, Indianapolis, um, the, not just the food trucks, but like the restaurants. Indianapolis is actually a fun city to be in, like especially the downtown oh, area. Yeah. And there's so many good restaurants and stuff to like eat, places to eat, things to do and hang out with. Laser tag, city tours, and escape rooms, yeah. escape rooms paired with Gin Con. So, and the city loves Gin Con, loves it because it, it, so much because it brings in over $55 million per day but um, <laughs> so the restaurants and shit will always um, like roll our carpet normally have dishes or foods inspired by Gin Con like welcome gamers like everyone's like um, and two like, I've seen some places that give you discounts if you have a fucking Gin Con badge with you yep like like they like, like love the, it. the city loves it so which is also why whenever Gen Con got cancelled this year due to the coronavirus um Everyone was very, very sad. And we already had vacation off for it. Yeah, I had our PTO put in. Right, it's like, I was going to the days off work anyway. So instead, we decided to pivot and have John Con. The best four days where you live in Josh and Jess's apartment temporarily. I, I, okay. I also, shorts and shirts. Like, I've only worn two shirts in four days. No, and, sounds right. And I brought actual shorts. I've worn the same pair of pajama Hunter, pants. Oh, so we, so we drove. I drove the the three hours up here, right? Three ish hours up here. Um, got here, took off my jeans, put on pajama pants. I thought took them off. Since. And have been wearing these pajama pants ever since. So, so like, I'm gonna be honest. We did have plans for like a pool and a hot tub, not in our apartment, obviously, yeah. but the our, it was our sister's place, and she's got a bunch of renovations going on. So yeah, plans changed. Also, yeah, we didn't anywhere. have to go anywhere, so. So we've, nice. so we've been like trying to make the best of it. So we've been hanging out here, playing Magic, recording podcasts, playing board, board games, board games, Jack, games. Jack, Jackbox Jack Party, Party Pack, Pack. Which we definitely didn't get to everything we wanted to do. Which like we didn't get to drafting Mystery Booster. Honestly, that, that sounds like Gen Con. That's just Gen Con. Yeah, yeah like yeah. That's on that note, guys. I did bring something because I knew you'd get to. Where you can all at least crack a pack of Mystery oh, Boosters. Shit. Oh fuck! We're gonna do this live on air. Yeah, just fucking okay. crack. I know you guys really wanted to, so fuck it. Dibs on first. Okay, okay so yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna crack. We're gonna. You can hear the crinkle. Get that sweet our, ASMR. Our magic pack. This is now a Magic Gathering podcast, and I'm all for it, guys. Okay, <laughs> Justice, I like this surprise. I'm the do least we, interested in Magic, but I knew they wanted to do, do so. Fuck it. Do we get to keep these cards? No. Yeah, no, hundred yeah, percent. Your pack is your pack. Okay, okay, okay sweet. So, so my my in order from common to uncommon to thermometer, I have Atha Protector, Unwavering Initiate. Ojitai's Breath, Secrets of the Golden City, Vampire Envoy, Black Cat, Incorrigible Youths, Hulking Devil, Blastoderm, The Crowd Goes Wild, Maverick Thopterist, Short Sword, Rith the Awakener, Shamanic Revelation, Very fucking nice. and Drog Skull Captain. So before we continue, he gave me a little nudge there with Rith the Awakener. That's got a story in itself. There's a format of magic called Commander or EDH. And the best way to play magic. It is. And we went to a game store together one night um, while I was on Christmas break for my freshman year of college. So like circa 20, like 2014? Tw- uh, 2012. 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012, 2
while we were at the game store, it started snowing. Like bats. We're Terribly like, bad. We're sitting like, there, my phone rings, and it's my mom, and she goes, you guys have to come home now. And like, we, this, oh, this game was, store was, was like 35 minutes time. away from... So we, like, we, we were like, well, I was like, why? And she's like, have you not looked outside? I'm like, no, I've been playing Fire Night Magic, and we opened the door, and there's already like three inches of snow on the ground, and it's like, like the kind of snow we're like, you know, um, during blizzards, if you've been in a blizzard... Where there's so much snow in the air that like it deafens the sound completely. So you open the door and, and it's just completely quiet. silent and it's just snowing. Yep. God, I miss that kind of snow. So, I'm not gonna lie, I miss <laughs> lots of snow. Yeah. Fucking global warming. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I go, oh my fucking god! And inside, like guys, we have to drop. And Josh is like, I'm too old right now. And I go, look outside. And Josh goes, fine. Josh gets up, walks to the window, and goes. Oh my fucking god! And I'm just like, yeah. yeah. This is like a 40, 45 minutes away. Yeah. yeah. So we're driving back. And at one point, we're going the wrong way on the interstate. Like, we're driving on the wrong side. Because we couldn't tell. Jesus fuck. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah so no, it's horrible. We pull off. Like, a semi is going in front of us, and like, it starts just like sliding yeah. sideways, so the trailer blocked off like, all two lanes. It wasn't even like gearing. It just all of a sudden started sliding. So we ended up getting... We were in the Beretta. So yeah, I remember that. So we ended up getting off the interstate at this little, like... It's basically a pit stop. There's a gas station, a Wendy's, and a Hotel like 8. Yes. And so we stopped there, and we got a hotel for the night because there's no way we were gonna make it like safely. Yeah, back home. we we got a hotel roughly 20 minutes from like homes. <laughs> yes. Like it's there's the no fucking thing, way we're getting. Like, it was like a cheap one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in the middle of the winter, so I'm sure it wasn't too expensive. We all cheaped in like 25 bucks. Yeah, that's fine. So we were stuck there, but we had all of my magic cards at the time because I had just come home from school. Mm-hmm. And so we had what we got from draft. So. Chris and I were like, we're going to build some EDH decks. So we both sit down. I had Rith the Awakener. And I, I had Daragaz the Igniter, the worst <laughs> dragon of this cycle. <laughs> and we just built decks with what we had. And it was a lot of fun. And then we had breakfast two or three times because, fuck it, we were trapped there and we barely slept. Yeah. Yep. So to my pack. My first card's a Firehoof Calvary, followed by a Gleam of Resistance. A wish coin crab, a brainstorm. It's a pretty good card. Unyielding Kumar, Krumar, feral abomination, a direct current, a battle rampart, a nation's lore. Another pretty good card. Overgrown battlement, terminate, dismal backwater, Reese the redeemed, eldritch mm. evolution, and a foil sinew sliver. That's a pretty good pack. Yeah, very nice. Um, I think if I was drafting this, it'd be first pick Reese. Yeah, that's yeah, a good pack. Also, can I get that brainstorm? <laughs> Rise, <laughs> I need one. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, man. Oh, it's the good arc, too. It's the, it's the cloud going, oh, fuck, shit. Okay, so my pack. I have a Siegecraft, a Wild Griffin, a Welkin Turn, a Ring Warden Owl, Stab Wound, where the, where the lady says, ow, Uchi. Uh... Accurate statement. Pra- what the fuck is that word? Prakhata? Uh, Prakhata is club security. Okay. Prakta. Uh, Bellows on Kaladesh. Bellows Lizard, Blood Mad Vampire, Lignify, Canopy Spider, Rosemain Centaur, Filigree Familiar, Wargate, <laughs> All is Dust, and a Foil Riki. History of Kawigama. Nice. Good so card. Three. Good. I have him super friends. Actually, three, three rares in that pack? Yes. All no, Dust isn't bad. All Dust yeah, is no. actually good. Also, it's All Dust Extended Art. No. Um, Arise of Eldrazi cards, all the... All right. dust, all it's the actually... Pack. Actually, that's a decent pack. pack. Man. I'd, so, probably, I'd probably pack one pick when All is Dust. I'm not yeah, going to lie. Yeah, That board wipe is strunk. So, mine starts off with the Marty Horde Chief. In before Mana Crypt. Reviving Dose. It'd be the best. Purple Crystal Crab. Drawer Isle Refuge. Isle Avenger, not Refuge. Covenant of Blood, Lawless Broker, Gravitic Punch, Act of Treason, it's not my favorite art, but it's one of the decent ones, Revive, Else of Deep Shadow, Ooh, that's a good card. Call of the Nightwing, Prophetic Prism, Release the Ants, Grasp of Fate, like and a Foil Miss Hollow Griffin. I actually really like Grasp of Faith. Yeah, I'll pack one pick up Grasp so, of Faith. Because it goes. That's, yeah, five, that's, that's five minutes of content that if you don't know Magic the Gathering, just, was, was literally nothing. You can Google the names. Magic has amazing art. It does. It, does. it really like, does. Yeah, even really if you don't give a shit about the game, it actually really does have some pretty art. Like, don't even, you don't have to Google the names. Just like Google Magic the Gathering card art. And for, for instance, check out Seb McKinnon or Christopher Rush or Quentin Hoover or... Ron oh, wait, Spencer. I've never seen this guy. Have you guys ever seen Wargate? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I drafted I, that yeah, like before. Actually pretty big. This yeah. pack was actually really good. Wargate's good if you play Bant ADH. Also, you can yeah. you can Wargate for zero for lands. Like, Bant yeah, like, get guys crazy. Also, Riki's just good in Legend Matters. Also, right? just, it's fucking really stands with the Ron Spencer art. That's awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That's um, a good pack. Ron, uh, Ron Spencer's my favorite artist because he... opened this whole box on stream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because his uh, he does the lead art for my favorite RPG, which is World of the Apocalypse. But... So, I want to ask a question that yeah. we, we normally always ask the last day of Gen Con. Okay. Which is, what's your favorite thing you did this weekend? So, I proxied up a new EDH deck that I've been, like, brewing specifically to play with you guys because, honestly, my EDH decks are kind of lower power than some of the stuff you've been yeah, playing. Our power level's definitely tilted up. So, I've been brewing this deck that I was like, this should be roughly their power level, and I finally got to play oh, yeah. it, and it just popped off. It was... It was good. It was very good. Greenless eggs... It was so nice. I I, I just called it Wooberg egg. Well, Rubreg. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the, the G now in Wooberg, which is which stands for the colors in magic, white, blue, red, black, green. The green, because it doesn't have green, is now just the word egg, but it makes a similar noise. <laughs> Wooberg egg. Okay. Okay. Hunter, what was your favorite part? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I like that part, too. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Actually, just as surprising as with these Mystery Booster packs was actually probably one of my favorite parts. Um, other than <laughs> that, I really I really don't know. That might be my favorite part. Rapping was pretty fun, too. Oh, yeah. Rapping, yeah. rapping was really fun. The uh, rap battle game um, on Jackbox. Party I pack. thought Score was pretty fun. fun. Okay. Yeah, Score was good. But just chilling, or, like, we didn't really do any things we planned to do on um, Friday. We just chilled and relaxed, and that's, like, literally what we do when we used to hang out. Like, yeah. Which was, you guys uh, would spend super, literally, super. like, a whole week in our apartment. Yeah, because that was so much better. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> we played, like, a couple games of EDH, and then, like, we just sit and watched YouTube and yeah. hung out. Or, like, or, like, VODs of Twitch and stuff. Yeah, yeah like... Yeah. Honestly, the, just that whole experience was probably one of my favorite, like my favorite part of the weekend. And then I, I before Justice goes, okay. Professor, I know we wanted to like watch more of the Gen Con stream stuff, but like we watched that one Gen Con stream and it felt a little pathetic. Yeah. It did. And it just made me like miss it, miss Gen Con even more. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was definitely the case for me. Then we just stopped watching Gen Con streams yeah. because the the joy of Gen Con is that like you can like walk the halls. Yeah. Right. And like you like stumble upon a game that you like, have no idea about. It'd be like oh, that's cool shit, and you sit down, you demo it, you like buy it, you like pick up the info, whatever. Yep. With the streams that was so scheduled, you could like try on the stream and go, okay, cool, I'm not interested in this yeah, game. Whereas, exactly. In a con, I would then keep walking down the aisle to see what the game yeah, can yeah, like, The con, like if you're not interested in well, this game, the fucking the next um, booth, Marvel yeah. Sinister Six game that you fucking do stumbled yeah. across. Yeah. He he bought that, and that game is fantastic. Yeah. Did I buy it? Yeah, we got yeah, it in the closet. Yep. I forgot we had it. You literally <laughs> mentioned it like two days ago. Wait, wait, probably what, what was like all, all of our fucking board games, but there's a hundred in there. You did, yes. So, what was your favorite part of John Con? For me, it was either running score because I was super fucking excited to run that game. You just, just normally isn't excited for things, especially so, not running RPGs. So the no, because I, I fucking hate running RPGs. So the the whole weekend it was a classic like, what do you guys want to do? I mean, we could. We can run score if you if, if, yeah, if you guys yeah. want to play. I was really glad we played score after we watched Money Heist. Yes, Mo- oh, Money so, Heist is so good. Money Heist is a show we have. It's an upcoming s- review for Copilots. Yeah, we got ready for Copilots. It is a heist show. Congratulations, you know that much now. It should be like over and from now. <laughs> yes, it, it's gonna be quite a while from now. But we it'll played be, a heist game after that. It'll be before the end of September. Yeah. Okay, look, before we continue talking about our heist game, let Chris say his favorite, his favorite okay. thing. Because well, we will go off I, I, I wasn't done. It, it's either score or it was playing Fury of Dracula because I love that game and I haven't actually oh, got a chance play to play Fury? that. Yeah, we I played it with Hunter, it. Brayton, and uh, because I was incredibly tired, tired, but like mm. I legitimately got to play and it made me happy. And we got a little mad at the combat system because mm, that's it's, fair. It's weird and it's hard very to weird. It's very rock paper scissors. But we did play for like an hour and a half. It was fun though. It's a good game. So my favorite part is either when we played Jackbox mm-hmm. and I became the juice god. You yeah, got was, so drunk. You got incredible. You and Justice were fucking plastered. Oh yeah, fun fact. We played Josh off as the drunk on the show. It's true, on, it's true on a normal bit. He probably drinks more than me on so, average. So, But uh, if I, I'm drinking like heavy, I will get way more fucked up. I can't drink because I'm 19. I don't think I drink more than you. I think I think when I bit, when I, when I binge... I drink more than you. Like, well, I think I'm like an, even like through an average amount of time, like in a month, say any given month, you probably drink more than I do. That's fair. I might have a couple of drinks. Yeah, which is why we went with that joke. But like, if I'm getting smashed, it's 
horrible for everyone involved. <laughs> Justice should have passed out, but God said no. Dude, that, I've um, that's my yeah. life. I should pass out even if I'm not drunk. We made a video game no. while Justice was drunk, drunk, and it was a horrible idea. It was something. I but no, I either that or like what Hunter said. Uh, just the fact, like, I don't know you guys, but I've had, like, little to no human contact throughout this, like, pandemic and stuff. And, like, you know, yes, we're all the same, room, but we, we've all been super careful. Like, like, Justice has been quarantining for, like, a month. Like, isn't, like, that going to work and shit? Like, he, like, <laughs> like, they, like, people, some people took voluntary layoffs. Like, it was just, like, people, like, we've, like, been, really, like, we, we did everything we could to make sure and that this would happen. And there are, like, several things with Germex throughout this apartment. I have been cleaning as the fucking weekend's Masks on. are literally hanging by the door. Yeah, yeah. every time we order Grubhub, we wear them, like, to yeah. even open the door for a grub hub. Like, exactly. Even if the fucking guy was gone, the mask was still on, yeah. just in case he wiped out like, the food back. containers. Like, we, like, exactly. we were super, super careful, but we, we, I think for our own sanity and everything, we like this weekend needed to happen. Also, we planned on coming up here, like, literally, like, like March or February. Yeah, in March. And it was right when COVID got bad, like, hit yes. hard. It was when the first, first death happened here. It, like, that weekend. <laughs> we, were, we, we, were like, we were like, oopsie poopsies. And yeah. that's when we got big into, like, Getting playing Magic Online, like with our webcam and playing D and D over Discord. Like, we were like, yeah. "Fuck it, let's just D and D online." We're gonna do it, which has been fun. Because yes. Con didn't cancel till like fuck June, June. almost June. Yeah, yeah it June. was May. It was the tail end of May. Like yeah. like 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 twenty fifth, like twenty fifth, like 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 super super late May. And, and I know it sounds terrible, but we were all still like mostly on board with the idea of Con. Like we knew it was like. A horrible fucking idea. Yeah, but we've we have sunk so much money into these tickets. Like I wasn't going to waste them. Like I'm I'm uh, being as I'm a, I'm a member of the working class deep underneath the heel of capitalism. Um, <laughs> I spent a bunch of money like on a hotel room and a ticket and like and I'm like cool. We have like two with, grand invested in this trip. Like with yeah. my life, like it was it came out to like roughly like eight hundred per person. Like yeah, yeah. Like, so I was like cool in my life. I cannot afford just to waste eight hundred dollars. No, so, no, so, no. so bare minimum, I was gonna sleep in a fucking hotel room for four days. And like, hang, like, spend some time in the pool, like, hang out at the hotel. Yeah, basically what we're doing here, but in a hotel room. And it, yes. Yeah. But then the hotel was like because of COVID. Which like shout out to um, the Fairfield Inn. Oh fuck um, yeah. They were like, hey, our policy now because of COVID is no questions asked refund. It'll take 90 days to process because we have so many. So, yeah, yeah. we got a refund of like $2,500 returned to us, which yeah. was so nice. Yeah, that it, that made this whole thing workable, honestly. I paid off a lot of bills with that $500 <laughs> I got back. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a great time. Also, like I mentioned earlier, we have two other brothers out in the uh, at living room that we also hang out with. And it was like, I don't know, I, I was thinking about it today because like, I, I went to like, you know, Drop a deuce, and I was like, "Oh, I'll check Twitter." And I was, "Oh, I haven't checked Twitter in like four days." Oh yeah, I forgot the world's still on fire. Oh yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Thought, like today is just like no, this. it's been like a great time to just like fucking forget about shit. That's yeah, fucking happening. I haven't like, looked at like forget yeah. Corona, forget the protests, forget and, the fucking systematic oppression that we had to live through every single day. Yeah, exactly. And just be like, I can like hang out. I can think about different things. I can legitimately enjoy my time right now. And feel at least kind of like a normal fucking human being. <laughs> I forgot the apocalypse was happening. Yeah, like, we literally all talk on a daily basis. We text and everything, but like this was so needed. Yes, it absolutely. was a needed change of pace. Like we have our Snapchat group, we have our Twitter, we have a Twitter group. We're we all like everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just obviously never the same as being with the people like oh. you care about that you're friends with. Like it's not the same hanging out in person versus. Over- Online. No, when they piss me off, I can't punch them online. <laughs> I can fucking punch them in the face. I also feel like I get more tired of you guys whenever I'm on a Discord call, and I don't know why. That's I'm, fair. Do you guys know the time Hunter said he got tired of you guys? What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like... Not as a dick as the time that stop, our friend... Stop ASMR. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was playing with the mystery booster. Not as a dick as the time our friend out in the living room was like, Podcast? you guys have a Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Huge out to the Reed brothers who don't listen to this podcast, so they won't know we're talking about them. And then one of them was like, "What if we did an episode with you?" <laughs> and like, and Josh and Jess were like, "Excuse me, you don't even listen." Yeah, yeah. They were like, "I mean, yeah, we, we we could do that. We do. We have microphones. You're right. We could. Um, that is the we, thing. We, we do. We do have a website. So, uh, that's, that's right. So, so Brayden mm-hmm. and Justin, if you ever get this far." This is your warning. <laughs> so think about what could have been, little boys. So on top of like, we've been calling it John Con because Josh, because my name and Justice's last name is Johnson, so we've been calling it the John Con. Um, and it sounds like Jontron. 
Yeah. And somewhat like Jun Kong. I kind of thought maybe if we like memed and put together a, like a reel on YouTube, like a John Con trailer, and the intro sounded like John Trong. John Con. Here we get views, but Josh, please continue. But um, it's also a meetup for Fallopian Golem's mods because we're all his mods. Fallopian Golem, because you guys haven't heard the answer, the episode yet, is our friend Hunter. Hi. Um, it's he streams a lot of random bullshit. He streams on Twitch. It's he's enjoyable. A, he's an affiliate on Twitch, um, and I'm I'm a mod on the channel. I'm a mod. You're my first mod. I mean, I have mod capabilities. And then the guys out in the living room are mods. So everybody in this apartment Rating is... Rating against my better judgment. It's, it's, almost, <laughs> it's almost like Hunter hit affiliate then modded his best friend. It's so wild. Wow. Is that how that works? Wow, <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I think you're calling him out. He also... he um Hunter also works on an overnight work schedule. Like everyone else besides me. <laughs> so most times he streams either while I'm asleep or while I'm at work. So I'm a mod. It's a pretty big deal when Chris enters the chat to the point where I have an emote. <laughs> yeah, you have a tier three. It was because I was streaming. It was like literally two or three days after I had hit affiliate, and Chris was drunk on my stream. Yes, and I was like, the I first. I actually if, have something. Continue. Yeah, I was like, today Hunter's most successful stream. Yeah, and I was like, if anybody don't actually, actually no, I think my most successful stream might have been the last time I streamed Persona Four because Josh, Justice, and Brayton. Literally threw probably forty dollars at me. But by, by viewer count, yes. drunk Chris, you're mostly because of strength. Uh, to be fair, no, I was when delighted to rated me. Um, okay. To yeah. be fair though, drunk Chris is a good stream. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> so I would like to throw out on our episodes with Chris. He said he didn't have anything to promote. He does. The random times he shows up drunkenly on Flopian Golem's Twitch channel. Which is why you go to um, Twitter.com. I am at Beefy Ghost. Wait, or, or am I at Very Comic Seven on Twitter? I think you're a Beefy Ghost on literally everything except Xbox and PlayStation. Josh, pull up Twitter quick. I've got Twitter already pulled quick. up. Because quick, I, smart. Because I will always tweet when I'm about to hijack Hunter's um stream, fucking stream. Yes. So, I'm, I'm assuming you follow means... the podcast. Yep, you're at Beefy Ghost. Always. At Beefy Ghost. Um. So yeah, this plugs only like what ten days late. Yeah, <laughs> but no. So if I um, if like you'll see me tweet when I'm about to hide your hunter stream, being like, I'm gonna just go on the stream, bro. Look at drugs. They normally end up being they normally end up being AMAs and him ranting about something because he's drunk and he thought of something to say. See, it's really oh, funny you because you've really been drunk lately though because you're on your diet. So yeah, like, uh, it's been really funny because so I just realized it's funny. Um, so this side of the table hung out drunk. That side of the table hung because you and you and the other brothers uh, like babysitted the boy who needed to pass out, but God said no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you guys listened to um, Spollyball and how Chris becomes Superman in the first fifth degree. Yep. Me and Josh were having like heart to heart talks about like theology and like <laughs> politics. politics and like like companies we used to love, like nuts until the point where Justice Burst Norman was like you need this and had the entire fit, like fifth of Tito's but had Jeremy painted on a paper because the fucking name of the vodka was Jeremy one even when I'm sober I will name things randomly on inanimate objects names okay so that's true you were upset that J- that the bottle of vodka didn't have hands <laughs> but he, he uh, stumbles in and goes You'll need this for the next episode of Ego Raptor. And Josh goes, no, no, Ego, no, Ego Raptor. No, no, Josh, no, Ego Raptor. And then Josh goes, like, like that game grips, Ego Raptor. And Josh goes, no, Ego Rapping. Like, rapping evil. Yeah. And, we're <laughs> like, and we're like, okay, buddy. And, and he's still, left. like, yeah. Ego, Ego Rapping, like, rapping about your ego. And still off. It was <laughs> yeah. fucking weird. Uh, yeah. I can, can I, should I describe the video game Justice made? While drunk? I don't know. Neither of those are very good. No, the first one. <laughs> those concepts. No, no, I think it's better if you tell um, the superpowers that Justice bestowed oh. upon each member of the group. So, okay. ju- so Drunk Justice gave everyone a superpower. Yes. So Brayton, one of the Reed brothers that are in the other room, Justice gave Drunk Justice gave Brayton the power to suck his own penis. It seems like something he would want to do. The I thought power. he would enjoy the power. <laughs> the only power. You can't rationalize. You were too drunk. Yeah. He gave Justin, the other Reed brother, the power to understand and then compensate for anybody. Not comprehend, compensate. So he can yeah. become anything for anyone. Honestly, he's pretty strong power. He gave me the power to look incredibly handsome, in which I said... But no, no, and I quote, your power... <laughs> It's being sexy as fuck. Yeah, I said, don't I you mean, already it, think that? He said, yeah, but like, really sexy. <laughs> yeah. 
So, <laughs> Josh's superpower was to take a bullet to the fucking head. In the video, Hunter goes, what's Josh's superpower? <laughs> a bullet in the back of the fucking head. <laughs> and then I go, what's... You think my anger at him on this podcast is for laughs and jokes. And, and then I asked what Chris's superpower was, and he said it was... It was to suffocate slowly. To death. To death. Forever. 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 I gave him immortality. It's but fine. Painfully. So I'm like, I'm just like, it's painful immortality. Dying, but immortality. But smothered in the fucking earth. Worst superhero team ever. <laughs> at least it's got Justin. It's got Justin three. I mean, Ju- Justin at least has like legit power. Yeah, Justin's power is the most. No, legit. see, it's a perfect superhero team because Justin competes for all your fucking problems. Oh, so it's just Justin. <laughs> it's just Justin. Yeah, but he I, has to co- he has to be able to compensate for other people's power, so he has to have, he has to have really shitty people around him. Okay. I, I, I really like Justin three though. I, I, I like Justin Mon fusing with Angel Mon to make Justin three. Dory Mon Ray. Who was apparently just as it says Bondo. Yeah. It's a Dorian Gray version of Doraemon the anime. This is literally all Friday night was. <laughs> yeah. A Friday night was um I can't know if it's power. Was, was this powerful. No, this, this was a Saturday night because that was last night was Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, no, it was Friday night because I know the reason why I was drinking so much. Time has lost all meaning. Yes. It means nothing here. I, I've not been up for almost twenty four hours. Last week, last Welcome week was March. Life. And now it's August second. <laughs> I don't believe that. August. Or some hours we're calling it now. Hot March. Hot, <laughs> hot March. <laughs> Oh. I, I don't believe we've left February, to be honest. <laughs> it literally feels like 2020 just hit. <laughs> no, yeah. we're, we're in hot March. <laughs> but yeah. This um, whole, like, last six months has been a fever dream, similar to the type of fever dream that... Um, was just described in my Drunken Ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> or Minecraft Story Mode. Well, no, I was thinking of um, Kamen Rider. The yes. first episode of Kamen Rider. Oh my you guys God. can go watch that. Okay. Um, the first episode of Common Rider is... It literally feels like a fever dream. It does? Like, it does it, so bad. It moves from scene to scene without, like, any actual yeah. explanation. We, we tried to watch it, to review it, and I still kind of want to do it at some point. But we hit our Super Sentai quota for the moment with t- <laughs> Tattoo Teenage, Alien Heroes from Beverly Hills. Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Tattoo Teenage. No, 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 no. Alien no. Fighters. Dun, dun, dun. Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. The fact that you guys have them memorized kind of scares me. Oh, there's more. There's, there's more. more Hunter, I watched one fucking Twitter video of a deep fake of Demolition D <laughs> singing the song for fucking Nicky. And all we got was going, Dame yo, Dame, Dame yeah, yo. Yeah, but now you have it stuck in Brain's head, so it's all we'll hear for the next three years. It's funny because, like, <laughs> like, so, like Brain was like, I can be the other, and I go, Dame, Dame yo. From, like, the other room, from the other room, you'll hear fucking. Because Brayden will just like finish the fucking quote. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think I'm gonna ask the basic question me and Josh generally ask. Okay. Um, like, what shows or games have you been like stuck on recently? Not anything like from DramaCon, like just in general, like what have you been watching? Oh, or the stereotypical oh, podcast. Yeah, enjoying. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, because like, we do stereotypical bullshit. The cockpit is <laughs> the cockpit is you catching up with us. Yeah, and it's been a while. Like, but I don't is, know if fucking Chris has read any good books recently. Again, like I'm actually really interested. Though, I need more books. Lounge. There's too yeah, many people for a cockpit. Yeah. I'm actually really interested in the book course. I really don't care so much about the television and video games. We've talked about that literally all. Yeah, week. we have. Yeah, but books. I've asked you about a fucking book. So I'm still in the middle of um, the RPG handbook for like how to be like a good game uh, master. Yeah, yeah. And just like Justice said, just like yeah, because like the author has two books. He has one like for running games. Honestly, I'm frequently playing it. Uh, James D'Amato from Monster Network has a great. When we were playing um, Jackbox Party stuff. Pack. Yeah, you read both of those. I read those two books. Yeah. So no, that was last year. I read those two books this year. So oh, shit, I lied. I had eight books, not six. Sorry. So when I, when I got the books, Jess said he had a super good um like the DM like the DM handbook one. He's like because you've been playing for so long and are a fairly good DM. Ninety five percent of it is going to be old news because it's like what is a theme? What is it? it's like yeah. it's like so. Yeah, right. How do I handle this conflict or this combat? And it's like <laughs> by being a fucking person and realizing this is dragging and it's boring. What if I made something interesting for my character? No, like, like the crux of the book is your job as a DM is not only to run the game, your job but as a to DM facilitate story. is also to make sure your players are having fun. Yes, exactly. Right. Which I think that's like the big thing that separates like good DMs from bad DMs is like, hey, are my players having fun? Okay, I should adjust my story by my notion is to make sure my players have fun. I feel like a lot of DMs 
like especially a lot of new DMs try to railroad people uh, into doing what they want them to do. You're right, Matthew Mercer did ruin the perception of <laughs> me. So, like, uh, fun, fun, fun fact: the, the story I had planned going into the score. No, no, never happened. He didn't plan a story. Like he just, oh. wanted, he yeah. just wanted to see us do stupid shit at the highest. I mean, I some like basically, like, I'm probably gonna do this thing, this thing, and this thing because it's like simple threat bullshit. But other than that, like. One, the game suggests like letting you guys fucking decide where you're gonna rob because you are the fucking I'm robbers. I'm so glad we're we were basically the music <laughs> uh, magicians from now you see me. But we um, so I but just was like you should read the D one first because it's like gonna be kind of sluggish because you know things. But he's like the character backstory book is like it's fucking with, amazing. It's just filled with tiny fun things you can do. I'm yeah. three fourths of the way through the um the DM book. I've like power through it. Like, um, there's a small little short one-shot cafe RPG setting yeah. to explore characters mm-hmm. that I kind of wanted to do with everyone here and just have everyone pick like one of their favorite characters they've played before and throw you in this cafe. Which, it, the way it is, it's just your character, whoever it is, is set in a normal fucking cafe. Okay. That's You're cool. working a fucking job in a normal fucking cafe. What's your character doing with How are they reacting? Because like, I know, I mean, it's a really weird fucking show. I probably get like some weird werewolf character from you. <laughs> I... I think I'd get Bianca from you, your vampire. Yeah, either Bianca or if I can play an NPC I ran as a DM, I am... I mean, I'd be Bernabas. Those are technically characters. I mean, I, I'm not... Bernabas is historic and, like, a, a legend within the group. But I think I really have a soft spot for, like... Is it Octane? Yeah, Octane. Okay. Her, um, Mikey curiosity. Hernandez. Out of curiosity, who do you think you would have chosen if I'd done that? If you'd, if you'd done that, like, honest to God, um... I would have pro- so I like, guess like a modern cafe setting. Yeah, just any fucking character you can think. Of. Any fucking that you, character that, that I've played. Uh, it's a player character in NPC, like a character you've just created. I'd probably end up with Liliana. Um, I would, Bianca, like, honestly, Bianca, Bianca Leon Bonaparte. Yeah. Like honestly, God, I probably I would honestly just like for the memes, like yeah, but that Moonfang. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably either, I'd probably play Sultan, the spider merchant I made <laughs> for a one shot I played with Brayton because that is unironically one of my favorite NPCs. Nice. He's a spider in a stereotypical wizard hat. Yep. <laughs> and you can't see his eyes. That might be it. I think Zoltan. Yeah, probably Zoltan. And then it's just like reacting to like normal fucking bullshit. And like, it's simple and it's great. And it's an easy way to like figure out how your character fucking reacts to things without being like over the top and bullshit. Yeah, it's just a slice of life. Yeah, now, exactly. I'm going to cheat. And for a video game I've been playing, I'm going to talk about the video game that I'm going to play okay, so I've been I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima right I mean honestly it's just a game you're really fucking like, excited for like Ghost of Tsushima is like amazing but a game I'm super super excited for came out Friday right there's a company called THQ Nordic right okay, who, yes, who, yes. Are, who are only related to the old THQ in name yes um, but they basically they've been buying up rights to old PS2 era games and remaking them yeah. right like so they recently released Battle for Bikini Bottom I Rehydrated right yeah, yeah. So, I need to play that so bad so they remade one of my favorite games from my childhood. Like I literally lost count number of times oh I God. I beat this game because I would just um, go to my dad's house. He had PS2, and I just like run through it. Like I, I if I had to pick a game, I would speedrun OG PS2. I'm excited for the remake of Destroy All Humans. Yes, I fucking love that game. It was honestly uh, my best friend in third grade. Yeah, I'm still. He was fine. We were super jerk, and sometimes pissed me off. Sometimes pissed me off. One of the main fucking reasons I had to go to his house is he had to destroy all humans and destroy all humans too. I have um destroy all humans too signed by the entire development team. I've still not played okay. either of those. They're great. I've they're fun. I've played them. I've never beaten them. Three, the remaster's thirty bucks. Okay. Yeah. The only one I've beaten is the one for the Wii, which wasn't bad. Yeah. It's not as good as the original yeah. two. So Josh, the one for the Wii is bad. Um, I need the three, all the three, whatever you want to do. So I recently dived into Slay the Spire. Um, as part of my like one video game a week thing, I did miss a week because I worked seventy hours that week. Yeah. But I started to this fire, and I I finally beat my first run like Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday morning. Um, Saturday morning because everybody was drunk. Uh, <laughs> and I've in love with say this Slay the Spire. It's got like the strategy I want from from an RPG, but like it's a card game. But and you draw cards every turn. And a like, oh uh, man, my my warrior build that that I ran through the spire with was drawing like between six and eight cards a turn, in addition to like the restock for your hand. So it was kind of stupid. As for shows, the only show I've been watching right now, 
um, is Ihiru no Sora, which is another sports anime I found to fill my time while I wait for Haikyuu to come back. <laughs> um, but Ihiru no Sora is good. I've been enjoying it. Um, it's not Haikyuu levels of good, but... He's a, it, it's nice. Um, as for books, um, I haven't read almost anything this year. Um, I, I read the RPG guides that James did yeah. that Chris was talking about. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff I want to read, and like I just bought a couple new ebooks for my Kindle app. If... Okay, there's a book I want to read that I think everyone in this room would like, and I think we should like somehow do it together and then review it for some like like a throwaway episode or something. Because okay, so I right, I can remember her name, but the um, Justin ebook? No, no. Because we should do that too because it's horrible. Uh, there's a book. Uh, someone wrote a book about home, our hometown. Like that has not that is not from our hometown. Has never been to our hometown. It's like she threw a dart at America and it, it by randomly hit our hometown. Crazy as fuck. I, I, I... Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't America. They just threw a, a map of Indiana because Indiana is the crossroads of America. So they, it it is, it was like a, a small part, like any cross country yeah. America story. Uh, I mean, it's like how I wrote for like art for like RPGs back when I was doing like fully written word RPGs on the role playing guild. If I had to play a, a real life game and we had a real life setting, I would just be like, and my character's from. Yeah. Yep. There we go. That's a town in Maine. Yeah. <laughs> um. But we. It's a book. I can't remember her name. She wrote like the diver. Oh, well. She wrote the uh, Divergent series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Suzanne Collins. No. No. no that's Hunger Games. Yep. Anywho, I hate the Divergent series. But no. She wrote a. She did the thing where it's like I'm gonna follow my audience as they grow up. So this book is geared to like people in their mid twenties, and the theme of it is it's a group of, cho- of like chosen ones. Right. There's a prophecy to save the world. They save the world. You told me about this. Right? So then it's how they dealt with, you know, being the most famous humans on the planet, the most, like, like the, in, like, like the chosen ones. And, they yeah. game, and the book, the game, the book picks up on one of the chosen ones can't handle the pressure and kills themselves. And the other chosen ones get back, because they're kind of like, they're like they're on their own lives, and they, they get back together and reconnect so at this the, hero's funeral. So it's the second part of it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yep. I, I'm, I'm there for it. I, I, you, yeah, I remember no, telling you about this before. Hunter, you got any books, games, or movies you're on right now? Well, I, I want to preface or, this on. Or, or sure. Hunter takes pride in the fact that the only media he consumes is video games. Yeah, I literally, I literally said that in the episodes. Okay, <laughs> maybe not that I took pride, but I literally said I do not consume TVs or movies. Yeah. Yep. But I don't read books. Uh, I used to. Honestly, can't remember the last book I read. I just, it's not my favorite way. In school, I loved reading because you know I just plop down in class. Read a book. Don't pay attention. Anybody. Based on the world around us right now, I really feel like I need to read 1984 by George Orwell. It's a great book. Actually. So I, really I just bought it. that on Kindle. Um, but I guess the most recent TV show I've watched was what we watched for you guys. That doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't count. I mean, are, did you like it? Yeah, yeah it was good. What yeah. was the last thing you watched with Emily? Actually, we, we Avatar. Was, yeah, Avatar was like the last thing I watched. But that's been a couple months. Um, but still, it, it had yeah, that's, and we we turn on that seventy show sometimes. Cause it's fucking funny as hell. Oh yeah, it's a great background thing. Okay, what about video games? And then video games are literally all I consume. So I've been shiny hunting on Pokemon. Haven't even touched the DLC. Haven't even touched it. There's a DLC. I yes. Have fucking idea. I, haven't, I haven't beat the main game yet. The uh, the DLC Overworld has some excellent Overworld Pokemon to shiny hunt. I'm I shiny because uh, I'm going after my my shiny living decks. I've been I shiny hunted for three shiny Applin. Finally got them and evolved two of them. And now I'm going after a Lotad. So I can get that prime Ludicolo. I love Ludicolo. Dude, shiny Lotad is like maroon. It's so fucking cool. Maroon and blue. Yeah, Lotad. I don't think I don't think he keeps those colors. I think he turns orange. I think he's I think Ludicolo is um, orange. I don't know. I don't know. Either. But uh and then I've been playing Ghost of Shishima just like whenever I have time. Like hopefully yeah. I can play Ghost of Shishima a little bit tomorrow. Other than that, I'll just be hanging out with Emily. And then I Played, I've been playing a little bit of Persona 4 on stream. Per, Persona 4 Golden. But other than that, about it. Ghost of Shima's really good. Yeah, no, it looks really cool. That's a good shiny. What is it? I told you it was orange. You're yeah. fine. Nice. Very nice. That's a good shiny. It's very good. But yeah, it's like seafoam green and orange. <laughs> very good shiny. But yeah, that's basically all I've been doing. Um, play Magic on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, the card store. How's it feel to actually have a local game store now? So fucking good. Oh, we so me and Hunter still live in our hometown, right? We did not escape like Josh and Justice did. Um, yeah, I mean, we just escaped back to the escape our, was like our more original like hometown, forceful <laughs> exile, really. Uh, but so yeah, we, we live in a we got to help you guys move. <laughs> we live in a really small town in Southern Indiana, like 
population like 7,000 people. In the town. The county's like 20,000, but it's yeah. super rural. Yeah. But a, we'd, have to, we'd have to drive like almost an hour to go play a Magic and board game, a game for Kentucky, right? Or but, drive another hour to go to a game store in Indiana. Right. Indiana. So by pure happenstance, a game store opened in scenic Tell City. It's so, like we now have a game store within like a like two minute drive from our house. The dude had it open for like, I, I think a month or two. So he, what it was, he had his, the owner, who was like awesome, uh, who shout out to Mascot Sports Cards and Collectibles. Like, and on, on TCG oh, yeah. Player, you can buy cards. Actually, yeah, you could have promoted that. Yeah, man. shit fan. Uh, but yeah, so check us out. We, um, we can but, go to the show notes if you want. <laughs> nah, it's fine. But the, the owner, he loves sports cards, right? So he actually opened up the store the store to be able to say for like the various stores, hey, I have a brick and mortar, see me more sports cards, right? But then he had a friend who was like, you should like start selling gaming shit. And he was like, I have no idea what that is. So he, so he posted on Facebook, if anyone in town knows things about gaming, hit me up. My mom saw that, sent it to me, and I was like, mom, I don't want to like play games with a rando in their basement. And mom was like, check the address, motherfucker. And it was like, a store. store and I was like oh my god so long story short I now run the gaming half of the store um, we have commander we, we do most magic events on the weekend because all of our clientele like it's literally all commander we don't draft we've drafted one time it was mystery yeah. booster normally we have like we do COVID yeah COVID. also COVID we, we didn't play for like two months yeah, we we, had, we did curbside shit. We're open now. Everyone has to wear masks. Like we'll set up table like like big six foot tables for commander. We we make people sit at the ends. Like I mean that's the proper way to do it. Yeah, but it's fun because one of those things where not to get too dark, like a lot of like COVID benefits are expiring. So like Curtis had to sit down and be like, Well, I have to. Do open. I open the store or do I just like you know lose my livelihood? And he was yeah. like, We gotta open the store and try and be safe. Like and, I mean we've been pretty safe. We've been through safe. Justice. Okay. As far as shows go, I've been watching an anime called No Guns Life. It's like this... Gunhead, man. Yeah, the, the main character is a guy with a fucking gun for a head. Okay. Which is the, like, one of the most anime-sounding statements I think I could ever make. Yeah. But it's this weird, like, noir, cyberpunk-esque detective thing. Noir, and, cyberpunk-esque detective thing. And it was it's, it's like this detective, feature detective detective. It's like he took a shotgun and, like... Aimed at a board of genres. Exactly. And no, it no. is. Except I didn't take a shotgun. I took the main character's head and aimed at a board. <laughs> is this head a shotgun though? No, it's, uh, it's a revolver. I mean, it's a revolver, but it, it, it's not. He has a gun for a head, guys. It, it's not a normal gun, okay? There was a big planet-wide war. I forget the, the, the term for people who become part weapon. Uh, they become modified. So it's the modified people who like grab two weapons in the body to have uh, And then you have over-modified people, which are way beyond, and... He is an overmodified person, and it's just dealing with a lot of that stuff, and it's really neat, actually, and I was just, I, I like noir stuff. Like, I like cyberpunk stuff, and, like, I love detective, like, noir detective shit, which is, he, he is essentially just a noir detective. And that's what, it, it does like the classic Amber thing where it's, like, on paper, if I walk up and go, you should watch this show, it's about, like, a guy who has a gun for a head. Everyone's yeah, like, it sounds fuck absolutely fucking horrible. But it's like really super heartfelt in a good like noir like detective story yeah, and I, like I saw like the splash screen for it on like one of the streaming apps yeah. we have, and I I'm interested and in I, I want to watch it. Their style but, is nice, yeah. yeah. But like on paper, it sounds absolutely fucking ridiculous, and I will give anyone that I've never disagree with it. But I've been enjoying that. As far as games go, I've been playing a lot of. Psychonauts on my computer because I got it on Steam and I love the game and just I've been so hyped since Psychonauts 2 was announced so I was like I need to buy and replay through Psychonauts. Psychonauts 2 was announced in like what 2015? Well yeah but it's coming out yeah, next year. Yeah it was re-announced yep. and we had nice pretty art and an actual trailer. I know it was announced in 2015. It didn't happen anytime soon I was sad. I have, like, we have a friend named Gina, um, and her favorite game ever is Psychonauts, and I was talking to her one, like, this probably, like, a few months ago. Yeah, I didn't talk to her about it. She, no, she never knew Psychonauts 2 was coming, so one day I was like, yeah, you ready for Psychonauts 2? And she was like, haha, very funny, and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I've seen the fan-made trailers, and that's not happening, and I'm like, have you been living under a fucking rock for five years? It was right, like, <laughs> it was like... I was like, it was like one of the big, like, before everyone was kickstarting games, like, they kickstarted their game, and, yeah. like, she was like, what the fuck, and, like, looked it up and was super excited. Yeah. Like, I love everything about it, and it's, like, a major bonus for, like, some reason, like, it's wonderful. Rasputin's voice actor is the same voice actor for Zim from Invader Zim, and it's oh, so perfect. God. Every time, it makes me happy. And then as far as books I've been reading go, I've been reading Mork, I, I'm gonna mispronounce this and I apologize. Mm-hmm. Mork Borg Ferratory Cult. It's an RPG and I've been reading the PDF because I backed it on Kickstarter and I've been reading the PDF of the original version because mm-hmm. Cult's an expansion in. It is 
Swedish black metal as fuck. Okay. Over the top edgy bullshit. Okay. And it was so over the top edgy bullshit that I was like, I kinda have to see what the fuck this is. So I checked out the actual PDF and like, it, it is definitely over the top and so bad in that manner, but like, these systems actually look really, really good. So, um, not to interrupt you, but actually that, that reminds me, I am, I'm, I am actually reading a book right now. Yeah. The PDF files for Trophy Gold and Trophy Dark, a yes. game I backed on Kickstarter, which is um, about, it's actually like massive game, like they have so much stuff for it already, like independent creators are working on, but the game, there's like 15 fucking Trophy Gold is already. for long-term campaigns, and Trophy Dark is for short-term, like one-shots. Dark is generally meant for horror stuff. But both games are like, both games are horror, in, yeah. the, in that you're diving, you're like, you're exploring essentially a ruins or a forest. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I got Morkborg because it's set to be horror and I love horror genres. And But they're so horribly done in most things. With, with Trophy, the game is about like, you're an adventurer trying to collect gold and money and loot and shit. But like at the same time, it's not you're an adventurer in D&D. It's if shit goes wrong, you're going to fucking walk out of here with one less arm. Yeah. Because also you're going to be psychologically and emotionally scarred by the things you see. A hundred percent. And the game's systems are really cool, and I'm really excited for those because, like, um, in each scene, the players have to solve the issue, and they get rewarded for solving that that problem, regardless of how they solve it. Yeah. And one of the ways they can solve it is by taking trauma upon their character, and the game looks amazing. Yeah. And in a complete opposite version of that, in RPG stuff, I I've read it all, but I'm still super stoked for it. And I've already read it. Magic of Herivera. It's a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition like scan and change some things it's just about magical girls <laughs> Brayton? Brayton? <laughs> is that you? yeah it, it's just about cute little magical girls doing cute things having fun nothing over the top or anything it, it, it seems nice and relaxing plus it has art from a webcomic I love hmm. called Pepper and Carrot so I was immediately like I, I'm down like give me that shit okay so I'm gonna backtrack to like something you did earlier in the podcast because I'll just talk about Kickstarter and stuff. Yeah. A huge part of Gen Con is always what's your Gen Con haul? Like all the yeah, people yeah. Gen Con, right? So, um, Gen Con, there were numerous companies running numerous sales this weekend, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, did you guys pick up anything this weekend through like a Gen Con vendor or like anything like that? I just picked up some Gen Con merch, like Gen Con branded merch. The only game I've really been looking at, I missed the Kickstarter window for. It's a new game by Brotherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it a new boss monster game? It's like a new. Yeah. It's it's in the boss monster universe, yes. but like yeah, you're in the overworld. Yeah, and you make like, bo- mo- boss monster overworld. Yeah, it looks so good. Look good. I also missed the Kickstarter for right. it. I was just so sad. sad. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you fucking love boss monster so I, much, man. Uh, <laughs> see. I don't, like, last year I did, like, have a few th- games I wanted to look at. I looked at them, and I, I tested one of them, and, like, none of the things that were on my list that had jumped out to me before I went were things I ended up wanting. Mm-hmm. But, like, just browsing around and finding cool shit that I had never heard about before is pinnacle Gen Con. Yeah, yes. I picked up, I backed, um, they came from Beyond the Grave on Kickstarter, which is, um, a, it's a horror game, but it's for, like, Evil Dead, campy, dark humor, and it's like running, it's like running games like that. Um, it's 80s B horror. Yes, and then it's from the same, t- it's from the name, same team that um, it came from Beyond the Star, where it's the um, exact same like premise, but both like B horror, like monster movies. Okay. I'm like you were like the DM designs like, and these are giant ants that got radiated after an oh. atomic bomb test. That's like an- that's another thing about Trophy. <laughs> yeah. Trophy has like a monster manual appendix to it, but like in the game. When you're describing monsters, you're, you're, you're as a DM, you're encouraged uh, as a storyteller. You're encouraged to not actually like use the monster's name or anything, and let the players name the things they encountered based on how they interact with it. And it's that's cool. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's something you could just implement into D and D. Yeah. And then I also but picked up the, the issue with that is in trophy, real names have power. Um, so like the name you give it doesn't have the same power as the name it has. Like, I'm going to collect a, a Gordon Lord, but your name is Schnucknuck. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then also, I because I'm, I'm a shell and I love this so much, I did the roll the dice for a uh, Wormwood Dice Tower train vault. Um, while we're talking about Kickstarter, though, I have another game I'm kickstarting, and I have no idea if it's going to be any good or not. I have a fuck ton of those. Kickstarter was simultaneously the best and, and worst thing to happen to board games in Teal Tomorrow. The RPGs. only two things I've ever backed on Kickstarter are Wormwood. So. Well, actually, I have like two more games I'm waiting on fulfillment for. Well, one oh. game should should be coming soon. It's a um, rock and roll, like you play as a rock band. Yeah. Um, RP 
RPG. Um, that's gonna, that should be fun. It's a micro game, kind of like Score or The Wait. Cool. Um, but the other game is a much bigger game, and I'm super excited for it, even though I'm I'm kind of terrified it will be garbage. And that's the Altered Carbon role playing game because I I'm a sucker for that show, and I need to read the books. Okay. Johnny? Uh, I'm currently logging into my Kickstarter. All right, well, if I keep doing that, I'll, I'll say what I got. What'd you buy? Chris talked me out of buying a box of Double Masters and instead of also rolling the die. Double Masters is a new Magic the Gathering set, and it's going to be garbage because Wizards of the Coast suck. But we love magic, so. They love magic. Mr. Affiliate Wizard Senpai, please notice me. It's like, no, no, they're great, they're great. No, I'm not saying Wizards is great. I'm saying magic is great. Okay, you are. Not Wizards. Magic magic is definitively great. It's one of the best games ever made. Yeah, that's why every modern TCG is based off, basically based off magic. The company that runs it's just Questionable. But no, I, I bought the roll of dice, even though I'm not a huge fan of dice towers or trays. They're nice, uh, but I'm very glad it came with a dice fault. So he I, was using one last night. Oh shit! It just rolled I also, oh, you can keep going. I forgot I had this one. I bought a. I, I collect enamel pins, so I made sure to buy my Gen Con 2020 pin. Mm-hmm. I bought my Gen Con Online badge, which was six bucks, and I'll put that on my little lanyard with my other two badges. Uh this isn't really Gen Con related, but I also bought a couple of Twitch pins because they were randomly on sale on Amazon. So. So they're like four bucks a piece, so I can put those up on my board. And I bought a little Twitch tumbler because you gotta be that shill. But no, I'm excited. I hope I get a good wood. So the, so the roll of dice thing that Wormer is doing is they have a magnetic dice tower system, which is like amazing. And it, it is a pretty cool. It's a magnetic dice tower into a little dice tray, and they do like high quality wooden shit. So the roll of the dice is it's a it's a blind box where the wood you get is random. I'll look up the woods. And two, they offered a bunch of random ass fucking woods that they've never offered before. Just like random shit. I don't know why they have them. Yeah. So like like the low tier is your class of like cherry walnut paduke, and uh, then yes, I I have the woods. Okay, so go. Okay, so you have a so say the, the rarity. You have common. a sixty a common common sixty percent chance to get either cherry walnut paduke. Or aromatic. Aromatic cedar, which is a wood they've never offered, and it's gorgeous. Also, it's cedar, so it smells amazing it, as aromatic. Oh, 25% uncommon is poisonwood, rosewood, lacewood, zebrawood. I love they've rosewood. They've never offered lacewood. Yeah, I love rosewood. If I got lacewood, I wouldn't be upset. I don't think they've offered the poisonwood, have they? Yes. Occasionally. 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 They're normally, it's only on stretch goals for the Kickstarter. 10% is rare. It's purple heart, monkey wood, and babinga? Babinga, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I don't think they've ever offered monkey wood or babinga. Nope. Which they're both, I don't really like the monkey wood, I don't think, if I remember what it looks like correctly. 4%, which is very rare, is variegated paduke, which, have you seen that? Nope. I don't know what that looks like. Caxon, which I don't think they've ever offered. Peruvian walnut, they offer it all the time. And bloodwood. They also offer that for threshold. Yeah, yes. It's very expensive though. Very. And then 1%, which is legendary. It's ebony and cocobolo. So, cocobolo is Fucking gorgeous. And I, Ebony, they offer. Yeah. The fact that they're offering anything in Ebony, like, hurts me deep in my soul. Because when, you, when you're when you cutting down Ebony trees to get the wood, they have to cut down over 100 trees to get one, tr- one tree worth of usable Ebony. Yeah. And right. it's, like, the leading cause of... De- one, of the, one of the leading causes of deforestation and, like... Damn. So, like, like they look into it. All of their shit's ethically, like, ethically sourced. And, two, they run that, that specific thing. It's like, and that's why, like... We don't like so like they're on their table Kickstarter. I think yeah. they do they're kind of ebony too. Their their dark wood is an ebony. Okay, it's that's stained cool. walnut. It's like yeah, we can do ebony because we can make all kinds of shit for one tree because our shit's tiny. Okay, right? They're like it's like they the tables they, aren't ebony. No, their their tables are always stained walnut. I okay. I think they're also I think I remember them saying they're turning away from ebony. That's one of the reasons they're doing the roll of the dice because they're trying to get rid of all their extra woods. Okay, that makes okay. sense. Yeah. So I've uh, logged into my Kickstarter because I couldn't remember something for a moment. So like I said, I've got the Witchcraft Magic of Arrow thing I've been reading through. I also backed the Rock and Roll, a music RPG zine thing, because that sounded amazing. Yeah. I'm backing Descent into Midnight, which mm. is a game about un- underwater aquatic creatures in the deep sea that are basically just medleys of other underwater sea creatures and giant, disgusting human, in just monsters. And it sounds amazing. Like, think Cthulian monsters, but without all the racism. And then without the necessary aspects of horror. The game can, like... Yeah, no, just you can be whatever you want. The game is about relationships. Yes. Yeah. I'm also backing Dragon Stew. It's a 5th edition cooking supplement. <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I'm backing it. That way I can combine it with the little witch thing so I can have a cooking class when I make people play. That's pretty good. Travis is just building. He's Frankensteining together his own waifu RPG. His own waifu slice of life. He's in the fifth I'm, edit. I'm so excited for the Theros yes. book. I need to buy that. I am backing Worldwide Wrestling, second edition. Because I'm not as huge of a wrestling fan as Josh. The macho man's coming. Because of the theatrics of good wrestling, I guarantee... With the right people, game would be amazing. By right people, I mean the people currently in my apartment. I love redneck. <laughs> I love redneck anime. Yes, <laughs> it's what it is. Wrestling is just superhero stories, but like on a stage, <laughs> yeah. whatever he kicks them in the small intestine and it compacts six times smaller. <laughs> okay, scary. so like you were talking, hundred percent about how Undertaker is one of his favorite wrestlers, and no, no, no Chris was, Chris, Chris was. was. Chris was talking about Undertaker as one of his favorite wrestlers. And the thing about Undertaker is, even in the modern era, he's been allowed to keep this, like, mysticism around him, which is so unique. It's been it's been something that's been unique about him for, like, the past 20 years now, because... Especially because of why the WWE handles it. When WWE entered the Attitude Era, they started trying to kill off this, like, magic and mysticism. The Undertaker can, like, possess people, shoot lightning, make power outages happen. That's like a gimmick. Like, this is a dude who literally has magic in a world where nobody else has magic. He, like... Yes. Everyone's like, I'm just strong. I'm just like, I made a deal with the devil. <laughs> I can be revived by an urn. Yes. By Paul Bearer. I'm also back in a game called Escape from Flat Earth. <laughs> okay. It is a sci-fi trope card game where everyone starts as a red shirt, and the goal of the game is to, by the end of the game, don't be a red shirt anymore, or you get left behind and you fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in a game called Moonshine Empire. Oh, okay. You're running a Moonshine Empire, and you're trying to beat the other players and be the most successful person selling Moonshine. That's a big guy. Is that you? I'm like. I'm backing a game called Swords and Magic and Stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a cooperative open world RPG. Swords and Magic and yeah. stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Video game, and okay. it uses like almost pa- papercraft looking stuff. Paper Kind of. It, it, it's three dimensional on the figures and a lot of stuff they plan on doing looks really really cool it's a pen and paper i mean not really like it it is truly open world and like going really detailed on like all the different quests and stuff to do like if it was outside of just even the image style it's going for i think it would be an absolutely great game and could like if they can pull off the things that they want to do i think it could contend for with things like massive current rpgs like skyrim and the witcher if they can pull off the shit they want to do like damn like from everything they're talking about if they can pull it all off is it a video game yes Oh, damn. Um, I was like, I'm so interested. Mind you, yes. I do think they are limited by, I think it's mainly meant for the Switch, so I think they're limited by a lot more than they want to admit, and I think that's part of the reason why they're going with the Oscar. Well, they have how just, big is the fucking development team? It is a team of, I want to say, like 30 people. They're already bigger than Hello Games. Yeah. <laughs> and they are like focused completely on that apparently. That's awesome. Yeah. That's and they have cool. been very consistent with their updates. That, you should send me that link. Uh, I mean, it's it's been closed for a while. Oh. Get dunk on her. So, and then I'm also backing. Your friend is sad. Yeah. Like, always. That, that's the game. Um, it is a card game created by Shin. Shin, Shin yep. from Shin Comics. Uh, he makes blue chair. It's fucking wonderful. I love it. And it, the game is you have a sad friend. Play some cards to make him happy. You gotta make him happy. It, it uses, you have to like match icons and build things correctly, but like, I'm backing your friend to sad because Shin comics are great. He uses his art style and he has a lot of guest artists from other web comics and stuff. Fuck yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, and I backed it so I get the uh, anime edition cover where he just has like dumber art and I love it. Is that the last year Kickstarter? That is the last my Kickstarter stuff. Okay, I have, I have, sure. I have one more uh, yeah, game sure. on my list that I I, I forgot to mention earlier. It's called The Company. Um, it's a, it's a corporate. It describes itself as a corporate survival horror role playing game. Yes, that's too real. Uh, okay, so <laughs> we're doing it. The, the name sound that that makes it sound a little too real, but it's actually like about like SCPs and stuff. Oh, I fucking yeah. love SCPs. And like, so it's an SCP horror RPG. Oh, um, well, no, because SCP. A lot of SCPs are getting copyrighted by Russian people. Yeah, which is fucking stupid. So I hate this, it. So this is more like this. This doesn't actually use SCP, but like you're part of 
the company, which is a group that investigates and secures SC, like SCP sit like yeah. And I'm super excited. The rulebook for the operators and the director, the director being the dungeon master or storyteller, are like they look like like they, they look like instruction manuals like from mm-hmm. like like you would see in like old military stuff or yeah. like spy movies so I'm super excited about that does anybody else have anything else that we need to hit on I just want to bring up so every year there's a, there's a so I'm doing on is in Indianapolis okay uh, and there's a a fairly well known brewer there called Sun King yes, yes. Right? and every year Sun King partners with Gen Con to make a, a, a beer right um, we did drive up to Sun King's main location and picked up um, a, there's a series of beers called a, the Genevieve which is Named after the the mascot, the, the red dragon. It's a Belgian style amber ale with <clears throat> a multi sweetness, fruity character, and a hint of spice. This year's beer, quite good. Yes, and it has wonderful art, which it normally does. Like this art. Of, of Genevieve, of, of the official yeah. Yeah. official image for Genevieve. Well, the texture on the can is awesome. Yes. I also want to mention nobody's shelling here because last year we bought some beers from Sun King. L- last year's beer was Brutron 9000. Brutron 9000 was so fucking nasty that me and Josh poured half our cans out. And I finished mine strictly because I bought it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to waste alcohol because it's expensive. So I want to touch on, I don't kickstart any games, but I do back SCP on Patreon. The people are making SCP Unity. Okay. And they're about to hit their 8.0 update. I'm so fucking excited. I backed them so I could get, I backed them at the $50 tier once or twice because, you know, I'm paying for a video game basically. Yeah, yeah. I back at $50 so I could get one of the patron offices. So I should have a patron office in the next update. But, um, dude, like, I fucking love it. And I'm, I'm so mad that people are trying to copyright SCPs because they are specifically open license for a reason. So people can use them whenever they want. Yeah, yes. like, the idea of SCPs is, like, they're horror like, stories that you can tell, like, yeah. with friends and shit. And like, on the actual SCP website, the creators of SCP run, like, form like contests to submit new SCPs. There's over 2,000 SCPs. Yeah. Their, their quality varies wildly. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. so cool. There's an SCP that is literally a giant like immortal eel that like mind controls people. Like dude it's so fucking cool. Like SCP is awesome and you should totally check it out. The Unity game the Unity game is so cool. The story's not done yet because it's still like basically in alpha beta mm-hmm. but they updated it as it goes. It's in 7.6 right now and then 8. I know it should come out pretty soon, hopefully. All right. So I think that's going to wrap us up. Let's hit on some plugs. Chris, just yeah, follow me on Twitter, at BeefyGhost. I retweet lots of, uh, currently it's all been like political commentary. So unless you are, you know, uh, you're responsible for your social media experience, I understand if Twitter is a safe space for you, you go to escape from the news. So my Twitter feed has just been lots of the news. Even though I did drunk tweet on Friday that I don't remember, but um, those are pretty funny. And you, you, can, you can plug those. Mascot, mascot story. Okay. And then um, check out Mascot for Scribes and Collectibles. We're on TCG Play right now. Um, we're building our online store. So we're also on eBay. Curtis does all of his sports cards. Maybe we have like, so we have good deals on sports collection. And then um, I do all the gaming stuff. So check out TCG Player. Pokemon um, Magic. No Yu-Gi-Oh, right? We, so we kind of need a list of beer trying to sell out of Yu-Gi-Oh because that game is garbage. Okay. I'll link, I'll link those down in the show notes. Hunter, I know you got stuff. Always got stuff. My Twitter and Instagram are literally just my name. Hunter Class. And then C-L-A-I-S-E. And then my Instagram is pretty much personal stuff, so you can follow. It's not private. My Twitter is... You can see his girlfriend. You can see my, my cute girlfriend. Which you can also see her talking and in motion and in person-ish on his Twitch. Yeah, sometimes we stream games. I was getting to that. But no. my but my Twitter is... I, I do retweet a lot of political stuff, but if I ever like actually get big, I'd probably separate the two. Never. But like I also just promote my stream. On there, I have a Discord, which I can't say. Discords are impossible to say. Yes, so they're in the the show notes, and I guess unless you make a a, like a bit a Bitly link, bit.ly link, Mm -hmm. you can you can do that. But um, you can go to the the fucking GoPilots Discord and click on the promote. We'd happy to go there. I I can make an I can make a permanent invite link from your Discord too. Because yeah. I'm mod there. And then um, mm-hmm. what what's your Twitch though? Where can we watch it? My Twitch is twitch.tv slash fallopian golem. F A L L O P I A N G O L E M. And that's my my YouTube, but that's not the same link. And as Justice will point out, if I don't mention it, it is youtube.com backslash user backslash tree puncher one two one. Yep. Because from I was eleven once. Yep. And that's gonna that's like gonna wrap us that's gonna yes. wrap us down. If you wanna message us, the Copilots Review Podcast, you can hit us up at Copilots Review on Twitter. Copilotsreview at gmail.com. Or at copilots.simplecast.com 
and that website has links to all of our other media and all of our other contact links, including our Discord. So feel free to reach out to us. Dumbio, this has dumb been incredibly fun. Thanks for hanging out with us in the Pilots Lounge this weekend. Um, hope you guys all had a great time. And thank you guys for coming. Like, this was the best weekend I've had in a really long time. I haven't been outside in four days. <laughs> <laughs>